Welcome to Wine For Me podcast, where I chat to anyone that can give you and me insight into the South African wine industry. Please enjoy. Today, I chat to Ina Smith, manager of the Chenin Blanc Association of South Africa. Chenin Blanc thrives in South Africa and has become one of our best varietals to showcase to the rest of the world as to what our wine industry is capable of when it comes to quality and to show how different terroir can influence one varietal. Winemakers are showing great skill in creating unique bottlings of this varietal. Okay, Ina, tell us when the Chenin Blanc Association started, when it was formed. It was formed in um, end of 2000. Um, before that, it was a very sort of informal association. Um, but in 1999, a couple of producers who were very sort of um, upset about the uprooting of all the Shannon vineyards started getting together and Irina van Holt, she is the owner of Old Vines Company, Shannon Company. She got a number of producers together at November 2000 and the association started from then. Okay. Uh, a number of producers like Ken Forrester, Jeff Greer, Bruvair Rods, they were all at that very first meeting. Wow, okay, and how did you get involved in this movement? A very interesting story. <laughs> <laughs> what happened, a friend of mine was taking the minutes of the Blanc Association meetings and um, she asked me one day to fill in for her. And at the meeting they told us that the manager at that stage um, resigned and they just put up my hand and said, I'm available. So, okay, fantastic. <laughs> but I knew most of the EXCO members. Um, at that stage, I was working for the Platter Wine Guide. Okay. And the next week, I was appointed the manager of the Chenin Blanc Association. Oh, that wow. was mid-June in 2009. And you're still with them. Wow. I'm still with them 10 years later. Wow, yes. and you're doing a great job because I think everybody now know about the Chenin Blanc Association in South Africa. Everybody has their little, those little things that you stick on everybody's yeah, the so stickers the drink <laughs> shannon stickers yes, yes yeah. absolutely yes. um just to give our foreign visitors to the country a little bit more information about shannon blanc it is a grape that was brought in uh to south africa do you know when this grape was planted in south africa yes um we have done a lot of research um on that and especially also irina van holt who i mentioned a bit earlier we believe that the first vine cuttings came to South Africa in 1655-1656 and it was named Steen at that stage but uh, we believe um, that was one of the first okay. um, varieties planted together with Semyon and some Muscadel grapes. Wow, so it's actually almost as old as our country from when Jan van Riebeek started. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah. Our research doesn't show really where the first vine cuttings came from, but we believe, uh, according to the research, that it came from the northern France, and that would be the Loire Valley. Okay. Um, okay. In the northern Loire, especially around Saumur, was a lot of Netherlands immigrants yes. who came to France. Okay. Uh, yeah. And we believe that um, when Jan van Riebeek wanted some vine cuttings, that it was um, asked from, from, uh, them. Fr from them and from the oh. Samur area. Okay. Um, and we know which first ships came to South Africa, um, Leeuwen, 
um, Parel, which had the first vine cutting sweets on them. Sure. So when Jan van Rubeek made the first wine in 1659, he mentioned specifically it came from two years old vines. Okay. And it, that matches the um, ships that came to South Africa okay, and the wow. Cape um, in 1655 and 1656. So I'm always amazed how one can track down a thing like that in history with all the connections <laughs> and then you pinpoint it. Yes, it's, absolutely. Yes, that's so amazing. Uh, but in the beginning, of course, it was called Stian, and we only discovered in 1963 that Stian indeed was Chenin Blanc. Now, um, South Africans mostly know that uh, Chenin Blanc wasn't always this prestige varietal that we see it as today. So what was it mainly used for, say, 50 years ago? It was used for brandy and jug wines and um, also blended wines, um, mostly sweet blended wines. Our listeners um, maybe will remember the um, brand Liebestein, oh, yes, which was mostly nice. Chenin Blanc. Now that's where the turn happens, Absolutely, right? Absolutely, yes. Yeah. And Liebestein was one of the most um, known brands in the world for many years. Yeah, I believe I read somewhere that it was the highest sold white wine in the world at some point, and uh, that was South African Chenin Blanc. Absolutely. Wow, wow, that's actually amazing. Because we've got such a long history of Chenin, Chenin was planted everywhere. Yes, so yeah. you could find it, it's got very high yields. So it was made into, as I said, mostly brandy, even sherry, and mm. then these um, semi-sweet brands. And I guess they used it for basis of juices, not even alcohol. Not Necess- even alcohol, yeah, yes, yeah. because it was available, and so and readily just, available. Yeah, yes, yeah. yeah, so it was never um, seen as anything prestigious until Lieberstein came into the picture, yeah. right? So That's um, right. Yeah, so now today the winemakers experiment a lot with Shannon in different techniques and uh, I mean we get bush vines and trellis vines and everything and um, what do you think is the latest trends with Shannon Blanc? Well in my mind in my opinion um, the latest trends are using the old, older vines especially vines mm-hmm. older than 35 years I believe these vines are very imbalanced and in my opinion, I feel they're happy vines. So it's the old vines. It's use of natural fermentation mm. instead of adding yeast. Okay. Um, a bit more sort of skin contact, uh, which gives mm. a more sort of broader mouthfeel okay. on the vines. And then very importantly is the use of just older barrels. Yeah. So... Um, Personally, I think many of our Shannons were very overwooded five years ago. Yes. But yeah. luckily, that trend has changed. Okay, so people are looking towards a natural approach to winemaking. The, yes. Yeah, old traditional ways. Absolutely, yeah. and more balanced. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Fantastic, because I've tasted a lot of the old vine Shannons, and there's just a lot more complexity to these old vines. So there is a new movement, the Old Vine Project. I'm sure I'll have an interview with them as well. You are also a little bit involved there. I work um, very um, closely with the Old Vine Project. Rosa Creer and also Andre Mm. Morgenthal, who's the uh, marketing manager. Because obviously 70% of these old vines that's older than 35 years are Chenin Blanc. Yeah, yeah. Now, Chenin Blanc is a very versatile white wine. Tell our listeners that's never had Chenin before why they should buy a bottle of Chenin Blanc. In my opinion, um, the thing about Chenin is the versatility 
And also something that we forget, the ageability of this grape mm. variety. Shannon was a workhorse for many years. And I believe now there are mainly two styles of Shannon. The first one is the fresh and fruity. Mm. And the second is the more riper, richer styles of Shannon. Mm. Um, and in between, there are other styles too. But I think the versatility um, yeah. makes it great, especially for a new consumer, yes. starting with the fresh and fruity, just as an introduction. I've read somewhere, if you like a fruit salad, you'll love a Shannon block because <laughs> it has a bit of that melon and apple well, and, and pineapple. pineapple is, yes. yeah. But I think the freshness and the fruitiness yes. will draw, especially a new consumer. Yeah, and if you look at Shannon, the acidity is not as high as, say, a Sauvignon Blanc. It feels more balanced with the fruit. It's yes. Almost, it's a better balance in some way with levels of fruit that you get in it. Absolutely. I think the acid is very important too, because especially for the longevity yes, of, of yeah. Chenin Blanc, uh, but that brings in again the freshness exactly. of, of Chenin. Okay. And then what kind of food would you recommend people have with Chenin Blanc? I think our listeners must remember also that Chenin is just not only a drink for summer, for sure, the richer, riper styles are for winter too. So don't don't mm. forget about it, um, especially in winter times. Um, fresh fruit salads um, and salads in summer. Sushi, especially with unwooded chenins, the mm. fresher styles of chenin. And then for riper styles, maybe a touch of wood and with salmon. Mm. Um, oven baked pork belly is Ooh, my absolute yay. favorite with the more sort of richer style Shannon. Oh, and nice. then there's, of course, fruit tarts and creme brulee with the sweeter yeah. styles of Shannon. We haven't even mentioned the sweeter styles oh, of yeah, Shannon. Oh, yeah, because there's a yeah. lot of uh, dessert Shannons around. Yeah, I just spoke to Tyrrell about his uh, Botrytis Shannon. Um, lovely stuff that you get in South Africa dessert-wise. Absolutely, and I must mention also for Operativ, the... Um, MCC of the sparkling wine oh, of yes. Shannon. Um, that's a very small category in South Africa, mm. but we've got some lovely examples um, okay. of MCC Shannon. That's fantastic. To come back to the uh, Shannon Blanc Association, you have a website which we will give the link to later, but you have a, a members list on there, and that list is mainly all winemakers, right? That's your members. And if the listeners want to know which uh, Shannons to buy, um, that is a good list, I guess, to go to and, and find producers that make really good Shannon. Yes, uh, we've got about 140 members at the moment. Okay. So if you visit the website, www.shannon.co.za, there's a members list. But obviously, we also promote and assist um, Shannon producers who are not members of the Shannon Blanc Association. Okay. For us, it is about Shannon. Yes. Now, tell me, how do you become a member? Well, <laughs> if you only make one barrel or 100,000 bottles or more, you can become a member. Okay. So there's no restriction um, on uh, the number of bottles of Shannon or your production. Okay. So even the smallest producer of Shannon can become a member. Okay, great. Listen, and you mentioned earlier to me before we started uh, with this podcast that there's something new happening now with Shannon Blanc for the first time ever, an international Shannon Blanc conference. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? You're very excited about it, I can I, say. I'm, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm very excited about it. Uh, look, the home of Shannon is in the Loire Valley. 
Um, but South Africa has double the number of um, vines um, than the Loire Valley. But we started visiting the Loire, me personally, about 10 years ago. So I built up a network of producers, and most of them are friends at this stage. And that sort of resulted in the Loire producers asking us to be part and assist with the first ever Shannon Conference taking place in Angers, France, 1, 2, 3 July this year. Oh, wonderful. And, and I'm also that's another trip for you. <laughs> and absolutely, and I'm looking forward um, to that. And I'm also meeting um, Evelyn de Pontbriand. She's the um, president of the Shannon Academy and also the conference. Okay. Uh, we're meeting up um, next week at a wine show, Provine in Dusseldorf, yes. um, to discuss all the sort of final speakers and the themes that's going to be presented at the conference. Okay. How many people do you think would attend? Because you, it's a minimum, at least, of 300 okay. um, people. And at this stage, I've got a list of 30-plus South African producers mm. um, and researchers going to the conference. Wonderful. Which is excellent. And then also... The idea is, and we hope we can make that work, is that the next conference in 2021, the second one, will take place in South Africa. Oh, fantastic. Okay, well, then things are happening for Shannon. Hey? Absolutely, especially for Shannon, South Africa. Yeah, and you are so integral part of this uh, mm. Shannon Blanc mm. movement in South Africa. We must thank you for putting this uh, grape that used to be a... Mm mix for brandy on the map and uh, help promote it and made it to this wonderful wine mm. that we have these days in South Africa. We must thank you for that. You did such a lot of work for us. Um, thanks so much, Ina, for all the hard work you put into Shannon Blanc. Oh, thank you very much. And now you're off to Provine and I hope you fly our flag really high and uh, promote and, and you're going to pour in the afternoon. Uh, yes, we have the opportunity um, uh, given to us by Wines of South Africa, mm -hmm. Woza, in the afternoons to show 60 Shannon Blancs okay. um, every afternoon across all styles. Oh, so And that is wonderful because in the past, the most we had is 12 Shannons um, uh, to pour. So it is an absolute pleasure um, to go to Provine oh. and to showcase um, 60 Shannons every afternoon. Wow. And we have a lot to show. So 60 is not a lot. <laughs> 60 yeah. is, is not a lot, but um, it's some of the best some Shannons. Some of the best, yeah. Um, across, as I mentioned, yeah. all across all styles and also some older vintages. Okay, I mentioned the ageability of Shannon. And then also... Um, 12 wines that belong to the Old Vine Association. So, all in all, a great selection. All right. Well, thank you so much, Ina. I really appreciate your time. And I hope you enjoy your journey. Have fun in Europe. And soon you're going to be back in France, one of your favorite places. So please enjoy and thanks so much for your time. It's such a pleasure. I'm really so proud of Brand South African Shinnen and love doing this job. Fantastic. This episode was recorded and produced by me, Amanda Fisser. I hope you enjoyed it.